choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. I said I wasn't gonna say nothing. But it's a lot of people that don't seem to understand what on site means. On site is action. That means upon arrival, once your presence has been acknowledged that hands will be laid and debts will be paid. If this statement has ever been issued to you, that means that person is past the point of reconciliation. That when they see you, there will be no more talking, but only walking of the dog, and we're not talking about no cats. That means the day of reckoning is upon you, and no man knows the day nor the hour. And it matters not where you are when they see you. You can be coming from taking your grandmother to dialysis. It can be the day you christen in your child. It can be your wedding day. Be mindful of what you say. Cause you just might get that day to get them hands put in your life. Watch your mouth. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl Kells at KMGG on Twitter. Thanks for asking Kells Radio. What up, y'all? Um I didn't say the episode number, I think it's 169, but I'll check. Um I'm in a bit of a rush because Rihanna's uh, fashion show starts at 7.30 and I will not be missing it. So I got to get all this that I got to say said and and be out. Okay, so, um, uh, what's, I, I, yours and Negra 2 is going out to lean away for her, um, Black Girls Rock speech. I just told y'all last week I love her. I love it that every time she, um, it goes somewhere or speaks or, or has a presentation, takes a, the opportunity to, um, speak up for, for the gays and put on for the dice. And I appreciate it. Um, she gave another great speech. I think she gives good speeches. Um, you know, about, you know, she went in again to, you know, cutting her hair and how it's not, you know, our responsibility to make others feel comfortable. And I think black girls rock is just a good event. Um, it's one of the better, or maybe if not the best event that, um, BET puts on, um, uh, yeah, shout out to her, yours and Negra too. All right, so let's just get into the mess first. So I believe it was Friday. Yeah, it had to be Friday because I was in the bed, and I tend to go to bed early on Friday because I'd be tired from the week. I was laying in the bed, and I was, you know, flicking around on my Twitter. And first, let me just say, you niggas talk about y'all need a break from Twitter, and y'all getting off Twitter, and y'all don't do Twitter. Incidents like this or why I will never, ever, ever leave Twitter because of greatness like this that occurred the night that uh, this event that I'm about to talk about just so. I'm laying in the bed, and, and um, I see a tweet come through, like, and it was just like, oh, um, I'm up in this fashion event, and Cardi and Nicki just, just fought. So I was like, eh, y'all know how niggas be just bullshit on TV. So I scroll, 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 whatever, whatever. Like, maybe five, ten minutes later, another post, somebody was like, yo, Nikki and Cardi just fought. I'm standing right here, right next to me. They they, they had a fight. So now I'm like, eh, still like, eh, I don't know. So then, other people start tweeting, and finally we see, uh, like, the first clip was like a very, like, quick, muffled, not too good of a view clip. And then, you know, the other clips started coming in all through the night. So, Bel Calice of House Alamanzar, Cardi of the Great Grass B, and Nichols Minot got into, well, it wasn't, we'll call it an attempted physical alteration, altercation, because, you know, the place was full of security and everything, and, and, um, the only person that really got hit was Cardi got hit by, got elbowed by security, um, you know, when she, on fourth and one, when he, you know, was trying to keep her off. Now, 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 let me say all this. Let me say all of this that I have to say, because, you know, I, I want to make, I want to make my position clear, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I, we living in a real corny, tacky, whack, 
bullshit ass time and that's why we have the president we we have as I as I continue to say and will always say we are getting everything that we deserve because our society and our culture and our people are really trash right now our our morals are our fucking I don't know what everything it's really it's really trash right now so say what I got to say now I ain't never, I've said before, I ain't never been a fan of Nichols Minot. I just have not. I give her her props, Monsterverse. I think it was not as all that that everybody say. It was It was dope. It was a dope verse, but it was one verse on one song that had four other niggas on it. Came out in what? I was in L.A. when that shit came out, so it had to be prior to 2013. I think it was like 2010 or 2011. Great. Good job. One verse. Great. Um... You know, she has verses on other people's songs. I can't, it's, Looking Ass Niggas was one song that I can name that I think was her best work, where she was just by herself, won nobody else, and yet that shit was hot. Other than that, I've never been a fan. I've never seen a big deal. I told y'all last week, people talking about she on the Brianna and, and Beyonce level. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't agree with that at all. In what way? Not in album sales, not in number ones, not in charts, not in anything. Maybe in like attention or like, you know, media focus. But I don't even think that, because I mean, how many fucking magazine covers and endorsements and, and first do Rihanna have? All of them. Beyonce got a lot of covers too, you know, and she, you know, her tour, her and Jay-Z's tour is like the high, grossing like mad money, like, just them, I mean, I don't even, nobody added me to say I was wrong, I don't know if Nicki's carried a tour by herself, I know she had that super bass shit, but I don't, I I didn't pay attention to her at all then, um, so I, I don't, I don't agree with that, and I don't understand the people who try to put her on this high, I mean, she's, ah, she's a rapper, she got a couple hot verses, she been on some features, I just never really seen it for her, and I don't understand this pedal that y'all putting on her on, I keep saying, Beyonce, y'all's favorite, put her in the fucking song, in the video, and, and old girl thought that meant she made it, and Beyonce was just, Beyonce was just trying to get out the house and shit, like, yo, you know what, who the hot girl, yeah, Nikki, she got, yeah, let's me and, let's me and Nikki put on some goddamn jersey bikinis or whatever fuck, and get in this motherfucking kiddie pool, cause I wanna get out the goddamn house, I'm tired of this nigga, cheating ass nigga over here, and you know, Blue could be alright, Blue, you know, and they're doing her fucking, you know, math tables and shit, and counting her money and all of that, she, Blue would be cool, let me get on out, you know, and do, and do this video, so I can look, you know, look young and hip to the kids, that's what that shit was all about, and, and Nichols Minot thought that that meant that she made it, and she was on level with Beyonce, and you know that, because when people start coming for her, what's her first thing, oh, Beyonce said I was pretty Beyonce, like, girl, 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 so I said I'll say, everybody going out of their way, bending over backwards, trying to be neutral, and they was both wrong, and blah, 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 Listen, I'm on Cardi B's side. I ain't never liked Nichols. I I think Nichols is a hater. I told you before, Nichols got a hater spirit. And so now, let's get into it. So, now, there's been a lot of speculation about what this fight was about. Because, you know, during the film, we hear Cardi saying, you know, say something else about my kid. And, and Nikki had been... I, you know, I saw, I wasn't paying, people on the TL was, you know, retweeting stuff, but again, I don't fuck with Nikki, so I ain't really pay attention, and I already think the girl's a hater anyway, so, but she had been, you know, people were saying stuff, people are constantly coming at Cardi about everything, and that, lately, they've been calling at her about her, you know, mother, how, what kind of mother she is, first of all, she's been a mother for a hot, like, two weeks, I don't even know how y'all judging what kind of mom somebody just had the fucking baby, you know what I mean, like, she ain't burned, ain't had time to burn her with an iron or nothing, so I don't even really know, but whatever, haters gonna hate, and Nikki been liking these pictures, first of all, bitch, you are a 35-year-old grown-ass woman, up on Instagram, Nichols, liking pics from these little fucking children, I assume, saying all this wild-ass shit on the internet, you fucking like, if you 35 goddamn years old, that old bitch-ass, passive-aggressive-ass shit, alright, first of all, so, people said that that's what the fight was about, but, when... The, the account, and I should have saved it, but I did not, because of all the shenanigans that happened since, let me tell you, this shit had me up till like 3 or 4 in the morning, dog, I was f- oh, damn near about to faint, that shit was hilarious, but the, the, uh, the, one of the accounts, the original account, that the first tweet that came through on my TL that said they were fighting, a little bit later, after everybody had caught it, you know, on the TL was ablaze, tweeted, the fight started because Nikki stepped, Nichols 
stepped on um, Cardi's dress. That's what a, a tweet that came across my TL. So I saw that, and I was like, I laughed, because I was like, oh, that's petty as fuck, but I mean, it's also a little bit funny. I mean, it's petty and childish, but it's also a little bit funny. Like, you stepped on her dress, right? So I don't have, I mean, again, it's the person that tweeted the fight. So I don't have no reason to doubt that. And it may kind of made, I kind of thought it was true, because then we all saw the video from the other angle, and we saw that that um, Cardi's skirt was off, which seemed funny to me, because the, when she was fighting in Russian, trying to get at Nikki, all her dress, she, her dress was on, and so then we saw from the back, and I was like, you know, may, that makes sense. Maybe Nichols, or probably more likely Thanos Ali, probably did. She, maybe she did step on her dress, and that's why it came off because I didn't really see nothing she was doing too much that would make it come off like that. So that's what somebody that was there tweeted that it wasn't necessarily about the likes. That's probably Cardi just was took that opportunity, but that somebody has stepped on her dress, and the person that tweeted it said it was Nichols, so, I find that interesting, so, anyway, you know, Cardi had, had enough, and decided that, you know, it was on site, and she wanted to fight, now, listen, I am a full, big, big grown, big grown, you know, advanced age self, yes, I'm, we should not be fighting, nobody grown should be fighting, fist fighting is just, you know, like, what are you doing, yes, all of that, however, I am a child of, I am a Gen X, I'm not a millennial, I'm a child of the crack era, and the crack wars, and, you know, having to sometimes, you know, fight your way to school, fight your way out, you know, niggas trying to rob you for your Jordans, and all, you just, you know, you had to be tough, because if you wasn't, you, you was either a wolf, or you was fool, that's how we grew up, you was either a wolf, or you was fool, this new generation, y'all soft, I'm sorry, y'all didn't go through what we went through, y'all motherfuckers is triggered by everything, and gotta wear helmets and shit to ride your bikes, and can't even walk to the store, your mom got to drive you to the store, and if somebody leave you in the car for 10 goddamn minutes, they got to call the cops, and everybody got to go to jail, cause your dumb ass can't figure out how to roll down a window and get some fucking air if you hot, you know, this is, this is, this is the new shit, I grew up different, and I was a marine, okay, so, that's my bio, that's where I'm coming from, I understand all of that, no, we should not fight, but, this is what I will say, Nichols Minot, as everybody who has followed this has, knows, has been fucking with Cardi from day one, Cardi don't mention this girl, Cardi doesn't say anything about this girl at all, the one time that Cardi said anything about Nichols was when they did the song together, which, had they just done that song and let that song go, that could that would have been the best thing Nichols could have done. Because everybody been like, oh, okay, she's not a bitter bitch. She's not a hater bitch. She's really recognizing that, you know what, Cardi's coming up. Let's jump on the song. Let's make this hot. They could have been touring. They could have make making videos. They could have been doing all that. But no, nah, she got a hater spirit. So sound next day, not even the day after she's on the radio talking shit about Cardi. Sound to me like she was salty, didn't know Cardi was going to be on the song and maybe found out after and just had all this shit to say the only thing Cardi said in return um, was that what she heard, so Nikki did a verse from the story that's been told now is I guess Nikki did a verse and she was singing on it or something and Offset or I don't know one amigo was like nah I don't like that do it over and so Nikki just said alright well take or, or take take me off the song or maybe that was a song before I can't remember some shit occurred with her and amigo and she got pissed and then um, something, so when she did this verse, it was supposed to be a different verse or something like that, and so, she's, again, Nichols, talking shit, Cartier said a goddamn thing, telling all this, you know, she's always the victim, she always being wrong, everybody always conspiring against her, and you know, this conspiracy of the world about this verse on this song, and so they asked Cardi, and Cardi was like, I don't know, all, they told me that she wanted to change the verse, I don't know nothing about it, that's all Cardi said, Cardi don't never talk about this woman, she don't say nothing about her, Cardi minds her business, and gets her back. Nikki been talking shit, doing little slick shit, giving interviews, implying that she fucking for, you know, bags and paying payola and all this bullshit, same shit you did, Nikki, y'all think, um, Super Bass was an organic hit, y'all think that trash ass shit was organic, give me a fucking break, you was out here with them goddamn rainbow wigs on nickels, looking a goddamn fool, that's when I really, nobody was really fucking with you, like, what the fuck are you doing, trying to go to pop route, and I got it, you go to pop route, you get your money, you get your bag, you get yourself set, got it, boom, but, you know, 
Don't act like you didn't do the same shit. Now, Cardi has a special place in my heart because anybody that's following me on Twitter, y'all know, I was one of the first, if not the first on my TL, that I saw on my TL tweeting Cardi. I found her on Instagram because, you know, when you go on Instagram and if you just, if you go into the um, search field, but you don't type nothing, how it, it give you the different, you know, windows, like things you might be interested I don't know, whatever, how the algorithm works, but it give you shit that it, it think you might be interested in. And I saw her, and I watched one of her videos, and I was like, oh, this girl, I, you know, she's got an accent. I'm like, but she kind of she kind of saying stuff, though. She's not really talking crazy. She, she a stripper, but she's saying stuff, and she's cute. So I started following her way back, way early, and I'll start retweeting her on the TL, and some of y'all was at me, what is this, what is this bird shit, and they're talking about a teeth and all, all the same shit, I was early on Cardi, I see that girl was gonna be a star, I was like, this girl is charismatic, this girl is cute, and this girl got a personality, she's funny, she don't take herself too seriously, this girl's gonna be a, I ain't know how, she's gonna be a star, next thing I know, I saw her on Love and Hip Hop, Boom, you hustle your way to love and hip-hop. Fine. You had, she had a million viewers. Like, when I started following her on Instagram, she had a million viewers. Just straight out the strip club, girl from the Bronx, know nothing, million viewers on Instagram, watching her videos by herself. Then she was on Love and Hip Hop. She was on Love and Hip Hop for a hot minute, just long enough to get her face out there and get her name out there. She kept her music, put out them two mixtapes that were both of the mixtapes was dope, and two of the best that summer. She put out, she kept smart, she kept her music apart. She was like, no, nah, you're not, because a lot that's what a lot of people say. Oh, well, I want to go on Love and Hip Hop because they don't have my music. But Cardi had the leverage, I guess, to keep her music apart. And then she was on there just long enough to tell Peter Gunn's old whack ass off on stage, make a name for herself, say, you know who the fuck I am. And then next thing we know, she here come Bodak Yellow. And Bodak Yellow was a, was a fucking nuclear bomb you can act like it wasn't if you want to but it was, that shit still goes I just changed my ring on my phone from Bodak Yellow to goddamn I like it like like it this summer I had that Bodak, that joint goes and if we go on the club, on the club it goes, Cardi is self made, I don't give a fuck what y'all niggas say, y'all wanna talk about that she's a gimmick and all that but that's a fucking opinion like I said last week, you know, I find it funny that everybody want to be a hustler, and everybody, you know, talking about, you know, everything they do, but like, I'm, those of us who are real, who really got it out the mud, who really just like, worked and, and hustled to get what we wanted to get, we recognize that shit when, when we see it, and if you don't understand that Cardi B got that put herself on, I don't know what to tell you, you can talk all that bullshit you want to, that chick came off of Instagram, out of a club, out of a fucking strip club in Brooklyn, and, and told her story, yo, I worked at the, 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 the bodega, I got fired, dude told me to go across the street, I went across the street, but that stripping shit ain't it, but my mom couldn't do it for me. everything she rap about, like she's authentic, she been that from the gate she been the, this, that bitch that girl from the gate, if you don't recognize that as hustle, the problem is you not her, it's just, this, everybody's so fake, and so goddamn full of bullshit, and so goddamn full of gram, and so goddamn tweeting shit that they don't really live, or don't really know about, that don't nobody real, don't nobody recognize the real thing when they see it except for a few of us, okay all that, oh it's sympathy Get the fuck out of here, yo. The girl drops hot mute. The girl drop, and I admit, I wasn't. I I was like, yo, Bodak Yellow is tight. I don't know what this album is gonna be like because she had the two mixtapes that were really good. But I was like, I don't know. Like, I, not that I was doubting her. I was just like, I don't know. We'll see what the album was. I, I was like, I don't know. And that shit came, and that shit was the best album of the summer. Say it wasn't. Say it wasn't. Say it wasn't. It was. Drake dropped his joint. Eh, Scorpion, it was alright, but it was the same old shit. Everybody like, alright, nigga, yeah, you had a couple bops on there. But for the most part, that album was boring. I know that the hive, everything Beyonce do, y'all think that shit is rainbows and orange stars, green club. That shit, the, I, Jay is my favorite rapper. That joint was okay. It was okay album. I listened to that shit the first time it came out. I ain't listened to it since. Ain't nobody here for them goddamn linen suit pants rhymes all summer. I'm sorry, I was not. I think Ape shit is overrated. Y'all like it, I love it, whatever. That shit was not better than Cardi's album, okay? Period. And and according to the charts that she just released today, it ain't sell as much either. So, I'm team Cardi. Just let it be said. Now, would I have gone into the New York Fashion Week and started fighting? No, but 
listen, listen. What I this is what I think occurred. This is just what I feel in my bones occurred. And those of you who are one type of nigga will know what I'm talking about. Those of you the other type might not. When you know that somebody is a punk bitch, that somebody is not built like that, that somebody is 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 on that bullshit. When you know that in in your soul in your heart, that's a punk bitch right there. You could be the most mature, evolved whatever person in the world. You you know this is you got a choice to make. You could be like, okay, this she gonna keep doing this little bitch shit. She gonna I could deal with her running her mouth. It ain't no big deal. Cool, but like this bitch still running her mouth. This bitch still talking shit. This bitch the nick thirty five years old. Like I said on the Instagram, doing little childish shit, doing little petty shit. Like trying, like she think you know shit is sweet. And I but I know, but I know. And those of us who grew up fighting on the, on the schoolyard, we know. If I go punch that bitch in her face, or even if I let her know I will punch her in her face, I ain't got to worry about her ass no more because she's a punk. She's a punk bitch who ain't never had nobody tap her jaw, who ain't never had nobody get in her face, and if I go grab that bitch by the fucking throat and let her know that ain't no cameras in this corner right here, and I will beat your fucking ass and worry about it later, this sh- like Sophia said, bust Mrs. Head open and worry about heaven later, she'll get herself together, and, and quit this bullshit, and I have enough money, and I have enough cachet, because I'm a fucking star, and I got here doing exactly what I'm about to do, see, that's what y'all don't understand, y'all don't understand authenticity, everybody talking about she hood and she ghetto, yeah, she's all that, and that's how she got on the front row at New York Fashion Week at Tom Ford, because you know what people who are exceptional recognize, they recognize when other people are exceptional and it's authentic. That's what they recognize. And so that's what Cardi has going for her. Cardi is a star and she doesn't have to uphold this facade. She doesn't have to pretend like she's something. Everybody knows that she is a girl out the Bronx who used to be in the strip club and who's hood. And not to mention Cardi is like 25, 26. She's wild young Nichols is damn near 40. Like old girl that she was mad on the tweet said is damn near 40. So you know, there's an age factor there too. But I think Cardi just weighed and measured and said, you know what? I got an, even if my career end with this, which people don't want to fuck me, whichever, which I don't think it will happen because I just don't. Everybody's so worried about the white people in these hot. Listen, before white people fight too. Y'all think these celebrities don't be drunk and falling down? We just didn't have social media back then, but we heard the story. Johnny Depp used to be beating people's asses. Sean Penn used to be beating people's asses. These fucking celebrities be fighting too. All right. And as far as like New York fashion need us, black people, minorities, we make that. Them motherfuckers ain't hot without us. We make that shit hot. They need them rappers. They need them. I mean, it's it's a double-edged sword because I, I swear to God, I miss real models. I miss supermodels. I miss when the rappers just hung on, you know, was hanger-ons and came to the show, not actually on the runway, because I miss actual fashion, and I miss actual pageantry, and I miss them, you know, the Naomi's and them stalking down the runway and really doing the shit right. I don't, you know, these little, this little whoever's hot, whoever got to follow, follow whatever, but that's what it is. The point is, they can't do shit without us. All that, all they not, that's a bunch of bullshit. Okay, and Cardi's lipstick sold out. I think she said, "I got enough money, and, and I got, an, and if I don't get invited back to Fashion Week next next year, which I'll probably even be a bigger star then, so I'm sure I will because they need me. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna run up on this bitch, and that's all the security here. So you know, whatever's gonna happen, it's not gonna be too much because they're gonna break us up. But I'm gonna let this bitch know that I will break her fucking jaw, and she better stop all that dumb shit. And that's what you saw on that video. She kept saying, "Come here, keep playing with me, keep playing with me," because you got all this shit to say. You you don't want to watch your mouth. You want to run your mouth. That's what y'all do. Y'all want to pop out your mouth and y'all want to say what y'all want to say and think it ain't no consequences. I'm gonna tell a story that I hardly ever tell, but. It's, it's appropriate here, so this is back again, everybody, again, everybody grew up in the crack era, we all got horrible stories, I got a whole lot, but this is one that I very rarely tell, because I just, I don't know, I just don't, but, and this was like right before I went to, um, no, it wasn't, it was, it was my senior year of high school, it was before I went to college, but it was my senior year of high school, so it was like kind of the end of, I mean, kind of when, when the, when it was trying to, 
Bill Clinton came in, and he when Bill Clinton came in, that's when shit started really um, getting cleaned up. And I think he was my sophomore year. I don't know, like freshman or sophomore year, I can't recall. I just remember when Bill Clinton. So prior to that, it was kind of winding down. It wasn't as wild as it was like earlier, like '88 and all of that, but it was still kind of wild, right? And um, I told y'all before, my father's store is in West Philly, which is like 60th Street. Anybody know? It's like a real hood part of, of, of Philadelphia. And um, my father used to, <laughs> my father used to hire, you know, ex-convicts, ex-whatever. Anybody in the jail? Anybody Muslim? Anybody on the run from the police? Anybody need to this front job for their little, <laughs> you know, drug operation? My dad would hire you, right? So we had a lot of ne'er wells and. <laughs> you know, them type of niggas come through, but most of them was cool dudes, most of them was real cool, a lot of them, actually, some of them I went to school with, a lot of them I grew up with, it just was a different time, like, y'all don't understand, now, back then, I keep telling people, we used to go to school with kingpins, we used to go to school with murderers, we used to go to school with niggas that was selling drugs, it's just how it was, everybody was doing it, anyway, there's one dude that worked for my father, very briefly, he had gotten out of jail, he got locked up for, like, coke back in, like, maybe the early, like, around 84, 85, and he, you know, wasn't, he didn't get caught with a whole lot, you know, and this is before, again, before Clinton came in and they really started doing the long, the mandatory sentences, and so, like, you, I think you get, like, three or four years for coke, maybe, so when he got out, you know, he was, my, come work for me, you know, you gotta have a job, so my dad would always get him jobs. So one day, but this this nigga was was uh, crazy. This nigga was crazy. But I never worried about because my dad my dad was was somebody. Like my dad was in back in his day in the Black Mafia day. If anybody know anything about Philly and the Black Muslims, my dad was somebody. Okay, so I never me my our store never got robbed. None of that. Like I never had no problem. I was good anywhere in the city because my dad was somebody. All right, and he knew niggas, right, everybody knew I was his daughter, so I didn't have no issues so none of these niggas I never worried about, I never worried about, you know, them working there, they, nobody was gonna do nothing so, but this one dude, the nigga was crazy like everybody knew he was crazy I ain't gonna say his name, cause I, I, to, I think he's probably still alive, I don't know, or maybe he's locked back, I don't know but this nigga was crazy and I remember one day, it was this little, little, little nut dude, little you know I, well, he was not a, I won't call him a crackhead, but he was just like one of them dudes around the way that was always hustling, always doing, bull, you know, stealing hubcap, like bullshit, he probably was on drugs, but I don't think he was like, you know, he was just like a hustler, dude, but he, I don't know, I don't know what started it, because I was in the store, this was like, it was, it was wintertime, because if it was summertime, everybody would have been outside, this was wintertime, so I was in the store, so I saw it start, but I didn't know what they were talking about. But I saw was he was went across the street, they tussling or whatever, whatever. He telling him whatever. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was about. I just seen them tussling, didn't hear the conversation. So when I see them tussling, I was gonna go outside. Like yo, come on, come leave the nigga alone. Come to work, come to work, come to work. So I go outside, and he's coming to go across the street to come. Like he's like, all right, yeah, yeah, coming across the street to me, and then the dude said, man, fuck you, as he's leaving to come back to me, says, man, fuck you, nigga, after, you know, after he walks off, like, so dude stops, he turns around, he pulls the gun out of his pants, and goes over and shoves the gun into this dude's mouth, breaks all his teeth, because dude's mouth was closed, breaks his teeth, boom, to put that gun, I still can hear the crack, <laughs> I can still hear the crack, he put the gun in that nigga's mouth, boom, and he put the gun in his mouth, this nigga's mouth was bleeding, his teeth's everywhere, everybody looking, I'm looking, I'm on the, I'm still across the street though, like he went back, so I'm on the curb on one side of the street, he's on the other side of the street, I'm just looking, like, oh shit, cause this nigga's crazy, so I'm like, oh shit, what's about to happen, you know, what, what's this about to be, and he says to him, he like, you think I won't fucking kill you, cause it's all these people out here, you think I won't fucking kill you, cause it's these people watching, I don't give a fuck, I will kill you, and yeah, he, he has this gun in this nigga's mouth, and this nigga, ah, he's like, do that shit again, do that shit again, I'll blow your fucking head off, nigga, say another word to me, and I'll blow your fucking head, I'll never forget that he pulled the gun out, and nigga mouth was fucked, they knocked this nigga's teeth out, with this gun, pulled it out, picked up like a, um, potato chip bag off the joint, wiped it off, put it back in his pants, and he was like, yo, my bad, hell, let's go, let's go, and went back in the store, and we worked for that night, and i never forget it, because the point of that was, you might be playing, but everybody else ain't playing, you over there talking shit, 
and running your mouth because you think it's people outside and people watching and ain't nobody going to do nothing because that's how you live your life. You think you just keep running your mouth and nothing going to happen, but everybody ain't playing. Somebody might come bust your teeth out with a motherfucking gun or run up on you at Fashion Week and try to fight you. And that's just it, and some of y'all don't seem to understand that, y'all want to cop please, and oh, you know, we grown, that's so immature, it might be, it might be immature, but that's why you watch your mouth, that's why you don't run your mouth, now Cardi never got the nickels, she never got the nickels, but she made her point, she made her fucking point, and Nichols got on the radio, and Nichols be sounding like your man Trump, you know, saying all this fucking boisterous, outrageous, stupid shit on her show that they listen to, and some of y'all knuckleheads was, oh, Nikki getting that she listened to her. I didn't, I didn't hear nothing on that radio show that changed anything. Ain't all the frothing in the mouth and talking all the bullshit you want to talk ain't going to change the fact that Cardi is a star. And she got you pressed like fresh juice. That's what all this is about. And second of all, I just want to say that we have heard from Remy what Remy said that Nikki be doing this is what we know of Nikki and the Cardi beef is what we know we don't know anything that's going on behind the scenes so we don't know what little snake shit she been doing behind the scenes but we know Remy felt the need to make a diss song about it cause she was like yo I was ignoring old girl whatever you can say whatever you want but then I found out shit she trying to stop my bag she said it, K. Michelle said it little Kim said it so Nikki might be doing some real violating shit behind the scenes for all we know and Cardi been ignoring it all because Cardi is a star and, and this is what Nicholas Nichols Minot and all her little fans don't understand somebody like Cardi somebody who got to where she got through just sheer hustle and career, then you're not gonna be able to stop them, you can talk all that payola and all that sympathy and all that shit, when you got, Cardi posted that picture at the goddamn on the run tour, they wasn't even there to see Cardi with the whole stadium going there for Bodak Yellow, that ain't no sympathy people, she drops hot music she's likable, she done been on all the shows, she's a star you're not gonna be able to stop that girl you wanna be the only one, you wanna be on time, and my thing is Nichols Cardi didn't come to be the best rapper. Cardi never claimed to be the rapper. Cardi came to to make money and do something to support herself and get a bag and 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 what she said, get out the strip club. She wasn't gonna make it that way. She ain't had no education, so she wanna try this music thing and it worked out for her. She ain't come to be the best rapper a lot. So my thing, Nichols, is if you wanna be the best rapper, be the best rapper. That little Queen album you put out, that shit was all right. I listened to that shit one time and I was done. Like the old girl said that you sit your little minions on, you ain't got no growth. And honestly, I said before, I was defending you. When Safari said he was writing for you, I was like, eh, nah, nah, you ain't right. But when since he left, your shit has been mild sauce. It's clear. I don't know if he was writing all your rhymes, but he was clearly giving you punchlines. He was clearly helping you out because your shit has been on 350 cents. You used to be on fucking broil, and your shit been on 350 for 45 minutes since. That nigga was helping you out. That Queen album was not it. Travis, who was all mad, he was gonna punch Travis in the face, and he was gonna punch Stormy in the face. His album was far superior than yours. I don't care what bundles he sold, I don't care what little tricks he sold. His album was far superior. It's a far better album. It is a way better album. Your shit was mad mediocre, okay? And 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 if you want to be the fucking best rapper and the best all this and the best lyricist, then do it. Make a hot rap. Stop being on the radio hollering. Stop being a hating ass bitch. Stop calling behind the scenes trying to put people down. That's 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 weak bitch shit. If you want to be the best, be the best. Y'all, you called up the radio station or you dated Nas, whatever the fuck happened. You got Remy shit snatched, but we all heard it. We heard she that she killed you, sis. She ripped your mask off, and you've been bullshit ever since. Okay, she read you from the rooter to the tutor. Period. I don't care if you never hear it again. We heard that shit, and that shit snatched your mask off, and you've been you've been fucking flailing ever since. And all you've been doing is hating on the girls and trying to hold the girls down and 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 trying to stop Cardi. And you're not gonna be able to. She's a star, girl. She already got. I ain't never seen you on no TV shows. I mean, you be on Ellen because Ellen, you know, is nice and you know let you on there. But starting Cardi is a star. You're not gonna be able to stop it. She got another song coming out, and all. The bad bitches have claimed her. Rihanna invited her to the Diamond Ball. Beyonce done touched her. You know what I mean? Like, the real recognize real. And and you looking really not authentic right now, Nichols Minot, okay? 
you look a clown, you look a fool, you sound silly, and you played yourself. All you had to do, and everybody, and this is the other thing. I already talked about, oh, she wanted to be classy. Nikki wasn't classy. Nikki was, pre- listen, I'm a Marine. I done ran up on niggas with all kinds of weapons. I done snatched niggas out their bed in the middle of the night. I done put, butted niggas in the face with, I done did all kind of shit. I know a scared bitch when I see one. I know the look of fright in somebody's eyes when I see one. And Nikki was, Nichols was pressed up against that wall, scared to death. And she was not classy. And listen, I'm not saying she should have ran. I think she would have got her ass beat. I'm not saying she should have ran around security and fought, you know, Cardi. You got security stand there. Cool. But you were scared. You wasn't being classy. You was being scared because every time you thought, <laughs> every time you thought Cardi was far enough away, then you trying to be rah-rah and throw your hands up. And, and Bell Calise turned right back around and was like, come here. Come here. Say that shit here, because you got all the shit to say. When I walk away, you be talking again. When I'm here, you ain't got nothing to say. She did that two or three times, and Cardi ran through like four or five security guards. That's how she got that done. So you wasn't classy. You know what would be classy? Would have been classy, Nikki, Nichols, Nicholas, Minot, is if you would have gracefully ushered Cardi in like, yo, this girl right here was fly, I fucks with her, she's a star, she the next big thing, that would have been classy, you're not classy, you're insecure, you're childish, and, and, and you just, you fucking got a hater spirit, and everybody can't be lying on you, K. Michelle was like, I ain't even a motherfucking rapper, and that was gonna be the head song on my album, she gonna take my shit, like, don't do that. Don't be trying to step on the young girls that's coming in the, in the, in the game. And one of y'all little gay niggas y'all listen to, I don't know, I don't, I don't listen to him. But I saw his video, and I thought he made a good point. When he was like, yo, sis, you had a 10-year run. Like, that's why, that's why people like Mariah and Janet and um, uh, Aretha are so great. And Madonna are so great, because most people don't even, if you get a 10 year run in this industry, as fickle as this industry is, if you get a 10 year run, you're doing really good, like that's a star, like that's somebody who was able to deliver quality over time enough to last 10 years, most people don't get that, that's success, like since you did it for 10 years, go do something else now, you know, try the next thing, try try movies, TV, whatever you're going to do, or you know, whatever, so when you've been in a business like a 20, 25, 30 years, these legends that have been relevant, that's why when I, uh, back to when y'all be talking shit about Madonna, like, y'all sound crazy. You can say what the fuck you want about Madonna. Madonna been relevant in this, and Madonna came, out, hit the scene, technically, in 79, but from when we knew her, I think 1982. Madonna hit the scene in 1982 and has been, and was relevant, we'll say, putting out good music that was charting and that was making it all the way up to what? When was Bitch on Madonna come out? 2012? Like, that's people's whole lifetime. Some of y'all was born in the 90s. Madonna been famous longer than you've been alive. Like, that's a legend. So, like, since you did it for 10 years, okay? You had a run, like... It's somebody else's turn now. Like, you not, what do you think this is going to be? You think you're going to be on top forever? You're not putting out material like that. You're not, you're not, you're not evolving. You're not, all this dumb shit you're doing is not it. So, she's not classy. She's a hater. Now, look, I'm sure if you ask Cardi, honestly, I don't know. I feel like, I, listen, I really, Cardi walking out of that, of that goddamn fashion week, with that knot on her head, with her head held high, with that look of and that beautiful red dress, barefoot, just looking like a fucking queen, that shit touched, that shit spoke to my spirit, because I felt that, I was like, yes girl, that was a look of satisfaction, that was a look of, and I'll do it again, that was a look of, I told that bitch stop playing with me, and it was on site, that picture, <laughs> That is, I think that is a classic, classic picture. Y'all can say whatever they're not going to love her in New York Fashion Week, whatever the fuck y'all want to say. I disagree. I think that she made that event. They're going to be talking about that shit for ages. And then they're going to show that picture for ages. Somebody put it side by side with like a medieval painting from like the 15th century of like some priest. And it was like the exact, it was so fly. So 
that's what I have to say on that. Should they have been fist fighting? No. But y'all gotta understand. Y'all can't just say what y'all want to people. You don't know. You might be playing. They not playing. And somebody might just, they might just pull your car. Be like, you know what, bitch? I'm tired of shit. I've been ignoring you. I've been keeping it classy. I walked by here. You stepped on my fucking dress. You think you playing games. You think this is, you think that I'm a punk. You think that you just gonna keep doing this little childish shit. And they ain't no gonna happen to you. Guess what? And she ran up on her. And, and, and. Listen, it made for hours of entertainment. I swear to God, I was up, no lie. I was up like till three. The, the tweets was killing me, man. And this one, I'm sorry, I have to give it its, it's due because this shit, this one, and it was one, what was the other one? Um, I forgot, but what's this? Blue Ivy's All Pair at Mikey TBH tweeted, this Cardi B shoe flying in Nicki Minaj. Nigga, this shit right here, nigga. He said that was, he said that was Cardi's shoe flying at Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Dog, that shit almost had me fainting. Oh, and it was another tweet, and I should, I don't know who it was, but somebody, cause uh, you know, Raleigh, who I think she just get paid, all she do is show up and fight, she fought Sky from Black Ink on the red carpet, all I know all she do is, is supposedly they say she makes shoes and she fight, I don't know, somebody says she snuck in there on the waiter's cart, I feel like Nikki is a punk, and Nikki bought Rob because she knew that Rob is just basically there to fight and would start some shit, well somebody said that Raleigh was built like Thanos, and so that's why Cardi had to throw her shoe like Thor's hammer. Dog. That shit about killed me. I don't know who tweeted that. Sir, it was a guy. Sir, that shit had me laughing all fucking night. Because I don't even watch them comic book movies, but I know that Thanos is a big motherfucker, and I have seen Thor Ragnarok, so I seen him throw that hammer, and I seen Cardi throw that shoe, and nigga, that shit that shit was hilarious, and then TMZ came through with the tweet that was like, the shoe, and it had somebody hold, dog, <laughs> oh, that shit was hilarious, that was the top, five, last Friday, or Saturday, I believe it was Friday, top five night on Twitter, man, that, got then when, when Brianna and Tiana was arguing, um, Rachel Dolezal was a night, um, Joanne got fired in, uh, in the air, and, um, What's another one? Um, I don't know. I have to think hard about the fifth one, but that that was that was like a top. That was a top night on Twitter. All right, so I said my piece. Shout out to Cardi B, Bel Calice, House of Alamanzar, Cardi B, the great, Cardi of the Great Grass B. You did what you had to do. Your time for it sold out, and you know you've been posting receipts ever since, and you know. I ride with House of Alamazar. Um, so just when I got on here last week and shouted out Insecure, they bring this nigga Lawrence back. Now look, you know, Insecure was teetering. I, you know, I was struggling to watch it because, again, I think, I, I think that Lawrence shit went on too long. I was like, this is too long. This should have been one goddamn season. I'm not interested in this. What the fuck is this? Finally got rid of him. I like this light-skinned dude. She, she, they was, they fucked in the Ferris wheel, and I was like, yes, yes, get it, get it, Issa. You know what I mean? Like, I like him. Um, y'all think he a felon for some reason? Y'all racist. But anyway, now Lawrence is back. Ugh, I'm telling you, if we got to go through another season of Issa and Lawrence, I'm not, I'm just gonna have to watch through Twitter like I do Scandal because I'm not here for it. I'm tired of it. It's like it's enough. But somebody said it's probably like you know how when, right when you getting you know getting yourself back together or trying to you know clean up your life and, and move on and you you know soon as start stuff start going well for you, here come an ex. So he might not be there for you know the whole season. Which if this if that's the case, then fine. I'll, I'll continue to watch, but I thought last season, that this, other than that, the episode was hilarious, Goddamn Kelly, dog, when she got tased and fell out in the field and was like, remember me better, that was, nigga, that took me down, and Molly, up. listen, I realize I'm probably, like, if I, if I identify with any, I, I identify with Issa a, a lot, but the second person I identify with the most is, is Molly, as far as, um, I don't know, she's a lawyer, I'm just as far, she's, 
She's very lawyer-like. Like, those of us who are lawyers, we know, uh, you know what I mean when I say that. She's very lawyer. A lot of people be subscribing stuff to Molly this, Molly that. I'm like, no, she's not. I know plenty of people like my, like, like, that's just how lawyers are. Like, when just after you get the training that we get and you work in the way around the people that we work in, in the firms, the companies, whatever it is, as a lawyer, you just, you just get a certain way after a while, and that's Molly. Well, when Molly was high on the Molly, and was like, she had to type, and she was typing mad fast, and she was like, I don't want to be high on the Molly. I was like, that is me. That is why I don't like them lustra. I could like the shrooms, the Molly, all that shit. Look, man, nigga, look, just give me some weed, and I'm good. I don't like, I don't, you know, I'm not doing no hard drugs. That's just not. But like, I don't, the mushrooms and all that shit, like that shit, you be high forever, man. I remember I took the goddamn mushrooms in college, and I was like, a day later, and I was like, is this, is this my life? Am I just gonna be high like this? Like, I just don't like it. Like, I don't, I don't like that shit. So she was like, yo, I don't want to be high no more. I was like, that is me. I can't, like, when is this shit gonna wear off? Um, that's why I don't really fuck with edibles. You know, edibles, you gotta be careful, man. Like, you, you bite one, one brownie bite, you be like, oh, this is some bullshit. You take another bite and you wake up six days later, like, what the fuck happened? So, that shit, that was like one of the best episodes. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, them, their girls trip, them interacting with each other. The story revolves around Issa, her friends, and her. her. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see this back and forth for Lawrence. I'm over it. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I don't think he was a good character. I don't think he was a good boyfriend. I'm tired of it. Like, I get it. And somebody tweeted, and I agree with this. They were like, a lot of shows sometimes they make the mistake of not evolving or not taking the story where it could be because they tr- start trying to go for social media interaction and I hope that's not what happened in the Insecure because I know that Lawrence Hive is vocal but it's very small like most of the people who are watching this show which are a lot of women are like you know okay that was cute enough for him like we got over Lawrence we see what Lawrence was it's time you know move on like we're not still stuck on this nigga so I hope they not responding to, you know, niggas whining and crying for nigga, for Lawrence to come back because I'm not interested in that. Um, and you know, I just I, I it already come on late as hell anyway. I be struggling to stay up to watch it at ten thirty, and now it's like the bullshit is back. I don't, Issa, I love you, and I support you and everything you do. But I, I if I if this is gonna be it another season, I'm just gonna have to uh, watch that shit via Twitter, just like have it on on mute or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, real quick on the Serena thing. I was going to talk way longer on the Serena thing, but, you know, the fight. Um, But I want to say that, uh, so I watched the match, and I don't know if I said this to y'all before, but I've I've always watched tennis. I've been, me and my father used to watch it way back before Venus and Serena, back when it was Martina and Chris Everett and Steffi Graf, and um, what's the other one? Martina Hingis and... Gabriel, what was that Spanish one? The, the Gabriella, I think was a dyke. Um, Andre Agassi, um, this, I forgot her name. Her name was Gabriella something. She was Spanish. She used to play. Back when it was mainly just white people, right? I used to watch tennis. I just liked the game. I actually played it for a little bit, but, you know, I had to pick, and I chose basketball. Probably should have chose tennis. Um, but I liked the game. Me and my father used to watch it all the time. So when Venus and Serena came on the scene, it was just like, okay, that's when all the black people start watching, and then niggas getting annoying and asking you all this shit and acting like they know everything the fuck about tennis. Shut the fuck up. But anyway, I've been watching tennis a long time. And, and so the U.S. Open on set, and I've, I've kept quiet about the whole thing. Like, yes, we know that they single Venus and Serena out for, you know, things and, and always have, because you know they're black, and we know that we know that's what it is, but in my opinion, and I've said this before, I like Serena, I've always liked Venus better, I've just been a fan of Venus, just because I like Serena, but I do think that Serena, in the past, can be a bad sport, she can, she's had matches, she's gotten better with it now, but she's had matches, and a few times that she has lost, she doesn't, she didn't give credit to the pro- to the opponent, and she's just always, oh, you know, I beat myself and all that, that's fine, that may be, but to me, she's had some moments where she's been a bad sport, when she told the referee, when she told the umpire that time she would take that tennis ball, shove it down her throat, now I get it, I'm an athlete, I've played, I know you get upset on the court, I know you get passionate, She's been a bad sport sometimes. I've been a bad sport sometimes. Like, sometimes I don't, I don't want to shake the other team, man. Fuck you. I'm going straight to the locker room. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. I've done it. So, you know, I'm not, it's not the end of the world. But, so I've quiet because I think, I, yes, they do focus on Serena a lot. We know it's racist, but Serena does, 
she can be she can do the most sometimes. I thought personally she was doing the most on Saturday. I'm not saying she was wrong. I got her point, and I thought she was right. Her point was, she had a few points. The first point was, you call in coaching, which is something nobody calls. So coaching means your coach is coaching you from the field. Different, like, tours, so the U.S. tour, the French Open, different opens have different rules. Some Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But nobody ever calls it because everybody coaches. And this, I mean, what is it? You're really not – I'm on the court. I have to play this, this this serve or this ball or this volley or whatever. You giving me the thumbs up or telling me to move in, how's that really help? You know what I mean? Like, this is not – I, I got to win the match. It's not like, you know – it's different than like you know you stole the opponent's play and now you what the what the, what the fucking um Patriots is doing you know the play like that's you know different like nigga you ushering me to run into the to the net okay still I still gotta get into the net you know what I mean so Serena's point was whatever her coach did she was at the other end of the court so she didn't see it. So how are you going to call coaching when I didn't see it? If I didn't see what he's doing, how, how am I being coached? Well, she was right about that. She was right about that. When she started with, I have a daughter, and she said, she was like, I don't cheat. Because the implication is, it really is, you're cheating. Like, oh, you're getting coaching during the math, the other players are not, you're cheating. So I got it. She took offense to that. Like, I'm not cheating. And I'm, whatever he did, if he did a thumbs, she said, if he did a thumbs up, just so you know, that's a sign to me to, you know, to go back on the court. I know you don't know that, but I'm telling you that I don't cheat. I'd rather lose. That's what she said. Then I don't know. They kept going back and forth, back and forth. And then that's when she was like, yo, you know, when she started with, I have a daughter and I make it appear. I, I thought she was doing the most with that. Like, I thought she was playing it up a little bit. Like, all right, Serena, you're getting a little crazy now. You made, you said what you had to say. You let the nigga know you wasn't cheating. He calling the dumb call. Just calm down and play the game. Okay, but I don't think anything she was saying to him warranted him taking a game, number one. Number two, I think that's a fucking whack-ass rule. Like, if that's a rule on the books, it needs to come off. That's the most unsportsmanlike rule in the book. Like, we are out here playing a professional sport. If you want to penalize me for a point, fine. Then I have to play it back, fine. You don't just take and give a game to the opponent in a championship match. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Now, all that being said, that soccer girl was going, I believe, was going to beat Serena. She was playing very well. She was not intimidated. She was running Serena all over that court. She made Serena adjust her game. Serena was trying to bring her to the net because the girl's not comfortable with the net. She got her a few times, but not every time. Serena was trying to serve her out, but the girl was returning her serves and not just returning them, placing them, running Serena back and forth. Serena was volleying with her. She was volleying right back and placing those shots right on the line. She had some good, she was, I think she was going to beat Serena. Because, you know, Serena's still coming back from the baby. And Serena's older. That girl had youth on her side. You know what I mean? She'd get to them balls. So when them balls Serena had to try to run to, I don't care how good an athlete are you are. I don't care what kind of shape you're in. 35 is different miles away from 20. 20 can get the balls that 35 cannot. That's just a fact. You know, 20 twitch muscle is is, is different than 35 twitch, twitch muscle. That, that's just a fact. So... And, you know, and I just think it did, I think it did a soccer a disservice. I felt really bad because Serena's going to be all right. Serena grown. Serena got plenty of championships. She's grown. That was that first girl's first she was open. She should have been able to revel in it. She should have been proud. And instead, she was up there crying and feeling like she had to apologize because this dumbass inserted himself into the fucking match and, and affected the outcome. Because I don't know, Serena was starting to get, you know, maybe she could have battled. I don't think so. But maybe she could have battled back in, but we'll never know. Like, you don't just take a game and give it to the opponent, you tarnishing her win, now it make it look like, oh, you gave her the win and she wasn't really doing that great, that girl played a hell of a match, she was she was, she was, was running Serena Williams all over that court and I just I just think it was bullshit, I think he, he ruined that match inserting himself in, and then but I thought it was cool that a lot of tennis players, Billie Jean King, a couple male tennis players was like, yo, I done said way worse and ain't never had nothing, and at the very least and this was my point, at the very least if you thought Serena was doing the most you say Serena, all right, now I'm going to call bad sportsmanship, and the penalty is I'm going to give her the game, so chill out now. He didn't do that. He just took the game and gave it to her, and that's when Serena was like, you a thief, what you doing? Man, look, he was he was doing the most, and she said he'll never referee and uh, umpire another game, and I hope he doesn't. Now the um, and, and, it, and you know what? It's getting a little – Somebody else tweeted, they were like, it's like tennis don't want people to have fans. And it's true, it's like, dog, I hope they know. I mean, the good thing about Venus and Serena is a lot like Osaka, and it's a lot more, you know, black girls and, and colored girls playing tennis now. But I hope they know that when Venus and Serena leave, unless another real superstar jumps up, 
all this money and eyes they getting gonna go away because I told you I used to watch tennis back in the day and it wasn't nothing like it and it was good I mean Martina Navratilova was one of the greatest of all time Steffi Groff in my opinion well I don't know we'll see what Serena does but in my opinion is the greatest of all time just my opinion just because she's won more and done more and, and retired way before anybody and, and did all of that just my opinion watch the tennis a long time not taking nothing away from Serena but I think if you look at the year she played and the, and the Grand Slam she won, now, you know, you can argue it's not against better competition, but she's playing against Martina Navratilova, so, you know, we'll see. That's just my opinion. But I've been watching it a long, long time, and I want them to know, and when Venus and Serena leave, it's not going to beat, you know, they feeling themselves, and they getting a little big big in their britches, in my opinion, oh, we going to boycott her matches. Ain't nobody coming to see umpires, bro. They coming to see Serena. You boycott all you want. Somebody going to referee that match. You know why? Because that's where all the tickets are, and they many times in the past when Serena hasn't been in something or had to drop out, people don't go, people get their tickets up, so, you know, y'all can do all that bullshit if y'all want to, but um, Serena's the star, the players are the stars, not the umpires, so y'all y'all boycott her match if you want to, I guarantee you somebody going umpire that match, and number one, and number two, she wasn't out of control, she wasn't wrong, she was not wrong, okay, so, whatever, but I think the thing that was kind of irritating me about it is I think it was getting media a little bit because people was trying to make it like it was this big controversy and trying to make it like Serena was so out of line. What we going? Where most of the most most of the takes that I saw were in support of Serena. Even Chris Everett, who can beat, and I'm not gonna call her a hater, but she can be a little bit bitch. Your ass got beat so many times. Please shut the fuck up. Like she could be a little bit white woman. Not she, not she gives Serena her credit. She doesn't hate on Serena. She she has defended Serena in the past. Okay. That's not what I'm saying, but she's also like, you know, she white women sometimes. Even Chris Everett was like, yeah, I don't really know what his problem is. Nobody calls that coaching, number one. Number two, all she said was a thief. I don't think that warrants taking a game. I've said worse. I've heard way male players have said way worse. I don't really understand what's going on here. Even Chris Everett was saying that, and so was the dude that was with her. Both of them was like, yeah, this guy's bugging. Um, most of the people I've seen have come out on the side of Serena like, yo, dude, and, and other players were like, tweeting, oh, I called, people were, of course, pointing to John McEnroe, because we know anything but John McEnroe is to cuss umpires out, cuss them out, never took a point away, so, basically, it came down to this white man, was mad that this nigger bitch was talking to him like she was talking to him, and wasn't doing what he say, and wasn't sitting the fuck down and shutting up and respecting his authority, and that's what that came down to, and I think everybody pretty much saw that, but the media trying to make it like it was these two sides, I didn't really see two sides, I, most of the people, most of the people who had a, had a comment, or had a tape, said that dude was tripping. Um, and I agree. Like, I, I think it was egregious, and I think it was a shame, and I think that, you know, you tarnished um, that girl's win. And um, that's all I want to say on that. Real quick, because Rihanna's up in a half an hour, or 15 minutes. Um, so the Bobby Brown part two... I ain't gonna say nothing else on it, bunch of bullshit, that nigga's a liar, that nigga don't tell the truth, that nigga's a victim in his own story, and you know, I tried to watch it, but when they got to the part where he tried to act like the reason that he was broke is cause Whitney took his publishing, bitch, nigga, you married Whitney Houston in 1990 or 91, um, right in the height of her bodyguard fame, when she was... huge, had all the fucking money, was shitting money out of her asshole, you think she need Bobby Brown's publishing? Nigga, get the fuck out of here, that was a bunch of bullshit, I will say though, the scene where he fell out, and, and they had Whitney, um, put his finger, put her finger to his nose, was like, you breathing? I, that shit was hilarious to me, I'm sorry, it reminded me of that scene in, in Coming to America, where dude fell down the steps, and he was like, nigga, you're rent dude, and don't try that falling down the steps, nigga, you conscious, that shit reminded me of that. I thought that part was funny, but other than that, I thought it was terrible, I, th- listen, Whitney is, I hate, I hate this nigga, is the one to survive, so he gets to tell these stories, this motherfucker, it's, he, everything painted him to be good, everything painted with, look, I, listen, I said what I had to say about it last week, Whitney was beautiful, Whitney was, deserved more than that, and Whitney married that nigga, and ended up killing herself, trying to please her family, and everybody else, and nobody, gave her anything, and fuck that nigga, because, dog, like, Whitney deserved better than you, and she deserved better than that, 
okay? You ain't want to tell about how she paid for all your fucking kids, how your ass would have still been in jail for that goddamn child support. You ain't want to tell about how she paid for your mama and your daddy funeral. You know, you got your little new wife in there. You put Janet Jackson pussy on. It was just, it was, uh, fuck Bobby Brown. Fuck him and everybody that ride for him and fuck him. That's all I got to say. Bullshit. Um... All right, perfect timing. So, oh, I do have Genghis Kicks for y'all. It's a couple pairs. Some more pairs coming out soon. I just wanted to, um, I'll, I'll put a couple pair up there. I got some Adidas for y'all because, you know, Adidas is going the classic way. They keep seeing, you know, Nike's coming out with all these new and, you know, fly joints. So Adidas was like, you know what, let us let us do what we do. So they're going back with some classics. So they got some a, a lot of nice classics coming out that I'm going to put up. Um, it's some Jordans coming out. It's a couple... Is this some Nikes? It's a it's a couple it's a couple shoes coming out. I'm gonna put up one of them. Excuse me, sorry. One of them is um, these undercover joints. I can't I can't decide if I like them or not. The Royal Mix Up, the Women's Air Max Plus Royal Mix Up. They got them in men's too. I can't really decide if I like them. It's not that they're ugly. I just don't know if I like them, but I will put them up because perhaps y'all may like them. I've been not putting them up. They've been out for a minute. They got different colorways. I've been not putting them up because I can't really decide if I like them or not. Um, yeah, so I'll put those up. The rest, of, the Air Force Ones, yeah, y'all got to get that shit up. Like, I don't, ain't nobody wearing Air Force Ones. And then there's um these Air Max triple black joints. I might get these joints myself. I'll put them up. They're kind of tight. Um, yeah. So, check my Instagram at Genghis Kells, um, and it'll be up there. All right, y'all. Um, this is episode, I told y'all I don't know what, um, number, but I believe it's 169. I'll check it. It's called On Site, um, it's Kells Radio. I'm thinking about maybe changing the name from Kells Radio to Kells something else, because, I mean, technically this is not radio, but... I don't know. Y'all let me know what y'all think. I'll figure it out. I might just turn to Kel's pod or something. I don't know. We'll see. Y'all like Kel's radio. Let me know. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rating me. Um, tell your friends. Retweet me. Um, I see y'all on iTunes. Hype me up. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. And thanks for listening. See y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>